Yo, 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 it's the Blowdown, back once again, it's the Incredible, yo, I'm your host, Marlon, aka Wink, Wink the Don, you know what I'm saying, the king of the Midwest, the emperor of the Midwest, over you peasants, <laughs> but yo, I'm just here back chilling, you know, we got a lot of information to process to get with you. Hope you guys have been okay. Hope you guys have been tuning in. Uh, let's get started with one of my favorite shows, the Joe Button Podcast. Well, he had a little insurrection going on here, a little mutiny, as Joe calls it. The co-hosts, Maul and Rory, they took a leave of absence, whether, you know, Joe forced a leave of absence or not. Uh... They took a leave of absence. They were gone about a month. And uh, Joe filled in the show with uh, his friends, Ish and Ice. And uh, they they did well for guys that are not trained podcasters. Uh, They filled in pretty good, you know. Of course, it wasn't like Maul and Rory. But, you know, it was some chemistry being that they were friends of Joe. And, you know, they had a... Epic interview with Kevin Samuel. So, you know, they was holding the fort down. But Maul and Rory eventually came back. And, uh, you know, they had to clear the air. And this is the second episode they've been back. And clearly, the vibe was off, you know. Rory, being a good soldier, he came back cracking jokes. uh, Trying to... uh, you know, basically do his job, but Maul was checked out. Maul was, he just wasn't with it. Uh, he barely said two words. He chimed in on a couple of, couple of topics, but that pretty much was it. You can clearly see that there was a, you know, a little tension, a little awkwardness, you know. Uh, so, it wasn't one of their best shows, but... Hopefully the guys get it together, you know. You know, I got a lot of respect for Maul. Salute to Maul. You know, he seems to be a stand-up nigga. Valuables, principles, morals, and ethics. You know, he's kind of cut from the same cloth I am, which is kind of like he stand on his square. You know, as a old-school terminology, but he stands on his square. And maybe he felt a little disrespected by Joe because like yo this is my nigga it's been my nigga for over 20 years and you know all of a sudden you know you, you telling me don't worry about it don't come to work and you know used to telling your nigga shut the fuck up you know fuck you and uh but uh I think he had a uh a moment of realization that Joe is technically his boss even though that's his homie, you know, technically his boss. And, uh, you know, and Joe, you know, he's had a long history with drug abuse, mental health issues, domestic violence. Uh, I would see that Joe's probably a hard person to be uh, a friend with, you know. He does have a few narcissistic personalities and traits. And... uh at the end of the day, you know, uh, Rory called the rapper Reason on the phone and, 
Reason said, yo, I wasn't watching the show without my boys on there, Rory and Ma. So what's Joe replied, uh, replied that uh, each show still, still did over a million. So he kind of like, that was a light flex, little subtle flex, you know. Joe's an asshole sometimes. He always brags about his money, making M's on Love and Hip Hop, M's with State of the Culture, M's with the podcast, Spotify, Patreon, so, you know. But I get it, though, you know, he, he's been broke his whole career, through the height of his career, and he likes to celebrate his successes, but, you know, hopefully the guys can get back on track and get the chemistry going and Everything would be everything. So, uh, want to send a RIP to DMX, of course, the dog DMX. Rest in peace. Uh, he was laid to rest in uh, the Brooklyn uh, Barclays. And uh, it was a big production with all the Rough Riders. And, and he, he got sent home properly. Kanye West and his Sunday service choir sent him off. Uh, also, uh, R.I.P. to Black Rob, whoa, and uh, he suffered from some kidney issues, kidney failure, and R.I.P. to Shock G from Digital Underground. Uh, Shock G was a pioneer, uh, comedic rapper with Digital Underground, really, uh, I think he had an album called Sons of the P, Parlor McFunkadelic. And that's what he was. That's what his George Clinton was his idol. And he lived his life like George Clinton, you know, except on the hip hop version. A very talented producer, uh, discovered Tupac, put him on. And uh, those guys were very instrumental, had a worldwide hit with the Humpty Dance that they still play today. You know, all these guys had hits, you know, from DMX, Black Rob. Uh, of course, DMX was a superstar, Digital Underground. Uh, yeah, these guys uh, uh, went and saw DMX live, saw Black Rob live, uh, which I got into a fight at the show, but that was another story. <laughs> While I was talking to, to Diddy, <laughs> you know, and speaking of Diddy, he's been on a fire saying he should have did more for Black Rob. And I'll tell you this. Yo, people are not obligated to do nothing for you, you know. Black Rob, when he signed that contract with Bad Boy Records, that was a business transaction. That was a business deal, you know. Once the contract was expired and you uh, was no longer employed by Bad Boy Records, that was it. That was the the end of the association, you know. And, and I'm quite sure Black Rob got um, advances and things of that nature and publishing and um, show money, you know. Maybe not the plug, but pub, because, you know, Diddy could be funny with that. But, you know, but it was no obligation for him to take care of you for the rest of your life just because we had a business deal. Whether it panned or panned out or not, you know. So, um, I want people to remember that. Now, being a good human being, you can see somebody down on this luck that you used to have, 
you know, some dealings with and say, yo, look, I'll look out for you, you know. His funeral was live streamed on Revolt TV. Quite sure Diddy through. I don't know if Black Rob had any children, but quite sure uh, Diddy uh, donated a nice considerable donation, you know. But people still talk shit saying it's too late or what have you, but... Like I said, you're not obligated. Nobody's obligated to do anything for you in life. You know, don't look for handouts. You know, you you always got to get it out the mud. You know what I'm saying? That's my theory. Nobody's owed nothing in life. Life is what you make it. And that's a true statement. With that, to blow down this out, I'll see you guys. I'll be posting more frequently. One.